0: classes in session. Find try this from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Welcome to Brain Stuff from howstuffworks.com where smart happens.
1: Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. How does Christmas work? Or to put it another way, how stuff works is Christmas special. Christmas is the biggest holiday on the American calendar. But how did it evolve into such a massive event? In the United States, Christmas was not really anything special until the 1860s. 1867 was the first year that Macy's Department Store in New York City remained open until midnight on Christmas Eve. 1874 was the year of the first window displays with a Christmas theme at Macy's. It snowballed from there. The whole idea of giving presents on Christmas is something that came from this retail push along with the effect of a single poem. It's amazing but true that the common popular view of Santa that we all have today, along with all the crazy things around Santa like the sleigh, the reindeer, and the chimney, all came largely from two publishing events that occurred in the 1800s and one advertising campaign in the 20th century. Clement Moore wrote The Night Before Christmas in 1822 for his family. It was picked up by a newspaper, then reprinted in magazines, and it spread like wildfire. If you've read the poem, you'll find that he names the reindeer, invents the sleigh, comes up with the whole chimney thing, and the bag of toys. Nearly everyone in America has been able to recognize or recite this poem since the 1830s. Then, between 1863 and 1886, Harper's Weekly, a popular magazine at the time, ran a series of engravings by Thomas Nast. From these images come the concepts of Santa's workshop, Santa reading letters, Santa checking his list, and so on. Coca-Cola also played a role in the Santa image by running a set of paintings in its ads between 1931 and 1964. The whole story of Rudolph appeared out of nowhere in 1939. Santa's at Montgomery Ward Stores gave away 2.4 million copies of a booklet entitled Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The story was written by a person in the advertising department named Robert May, and the booklet was illustrated by Denver Gillen. In 1949, Gene Autry sang a musical version of the poem, and it was a runaway bestseller. The Rudolph song is second only to White Christmas in popularity. That song, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas, written by Irving Berlin for the movie Holiday Inn in 1942 and sung by Bing Crosby, is one of the best-selling songs of all time. The 12 Days of Christmas are the 12 days that separate Christmas Day on December 25th from Epiphany, which is celebrated January 6th. Depending on the church... January 6th may mark Christ's baptism, that's the Catholic tradition, or it may mark the day that the wise men visited the baby Jesus with their gifts. The song demonstrates that some people once stretched out their gifts and gave some fairly elaborate gifts over the full 12 days rather than stacking them all up on the morning of December 25th. The Christmas tree began as a German tradition, dating back as early as 700 A.D. In the 1800s, the tradition of a Christmas tree was widespread in Germany. Then it moved to England and then America through Pennsylvania German immigrants. In Victorian times, people had already started decorating trees with candles and cakes hung with ribbon, in 1880, Woolworth sold the first manufactured Christmas tree ornaments, and they caught on very quickly. Martin Luther in the 16th century is credited as being the first person to put candles on a tree, and the first electrically lighted Christmas tree appeared in 1882. Calvin Coolidge in 1923 ceremoniously lit the first outdoor tree at the White House, and that started that long tradition. Poinsettias were attached to Christmas starting in 1828. Joel Roberts Poinsett, then the first U.S. Ambassador to Mexico, imported the plant for Mexico. Mistletoe has apparently been used as a decoration in houses for thousands of years and is also associated with many pagan rituals. So the church wasn't very fond of it and required that holly be used as a substitute. Now everyone thinks holly is a part of the holidays. And what about stockings? According to a very old tradition, the original St. Nicholas left his very first gifts of gold coins in the stockings of three poor girls who needed the money for their wedding dowries. The girls had hung their stockings by the fire to dry. Up until lately, it was traditional to receive small items like fruit or nuts or candy in your stocking, but these have been replaced in the last half century by gifts in many homes. Now that you understand where all these crazy traditions come from, how Stuff works, hopes that you have a happy holidays this year.
0: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design.